0: Bulletcast for, 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 for life. Get up, get up. This, is a this is our time to rise! Than your mind. Hello ladies and gentlemen, you know the name, you know the voice, you know exactly why I'm here. Just in case if you don't, I am a twenty-five-year-old piece of gold. The messiah with the microphone, microphone messiah, the Valkyrie King of the Great White North. Why? because I'm Canada's favorite honorary son, and I'm the greatest sports and recreational podcaster in the world today. Someday I will be inducted into the podcast Hall of Fame. Why? Because I'm just that damn good. And on the line, he is the first ever and what, 11-time 11, 11 bullet cast champion. Ladies and gentlemen, the Canadian Destroyer, he's my tag team partner, the Jimmy DeMa'Jay, the Toledo De Arn. You Stevie Ray to my Booker T. Ladies and gentlemen, BT, Brandon Tan Guma. Brandon, it's Thursday. You know what that
1: means. I do know what it means. It is the one of the greatest days out of the year. It is opening day, Phillip. I got two games on the computer in front of me. Might be a little distracted, but... We're gonna get through this. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. WrestleMania a week away, Takeover a week away. There's just, it's all coming together quite nicely.
0: It's April Fool's Day. I, I might play a joke of my mother later on. You know, we got some. We got, we got a special somebody's birthday. We're gonna talk about today. We just got, we just got a lot to do today, man. We just got a lot to do. I might. All you know what? Since you're watching some other stuff, I'll throw on a Mania on Peacock, on Peacock, which we're gonna talk. We're gonna I, talk I
1: have to admit,
0: we're gonna talk about the cock.
1: Because of something, because we had to watch something, your boy finally gave in. And yeah, subscribe to the cock.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I heard I heard Sam Roberts Sam Roberts call it a precock. Is that a is that something we should roll with?
1: I mean, we're already kind of we're we're on radio. We're already kind of like skirting the line with the with the first terminology. I don't know if we need to change it up at all.
0: We, we may not. Uh, my my rope. Oh, God. Oh, God. What's wrong with my rope? What's wrong with my cuckoo? Oh, Jesus. All right. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, before we talk about professional wrestling, we got to do an HD for life on springs.com HD for life slash spring dot com. Uh, the, the, the new graffiti T-shirt company or clothing company artwork company that's out started by one of my homies. So, yes, the designs get her done. One and two H dog. Mother's love. Hurry up. One and two H dog dash. Get it. King H dog. Uh, Mr. Pimpin. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Sapo, HD for Life Americana. Common sense soldier H Dog. Oh. Excuse me, Jesus, Soldier H Dog. Nice. And uh Yeah, it's the bang. It, it radical skedaddle that hit me. And life safety. They have hoodies, t shirts, sweatpants, tank tops, face masks, tote bags, and so much more. Go get it, ladies and gentlemen. HD HD for life at springs.com. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. Now, while I try to figure out my Roku Brandon, tell us what's going on with the what's going on with Peacock.
1: Well, on the Peacock, we all know WWE got paid a billion dollars to move the network in the United States over to NBC Universal's Peacock, and it has come out that NBC is going to be editing, taking down some of WWE's more controversial uh, products and events that have taken place. The one a lot of people are talking about is WrestleMania six, uh, Roddy Piper going half blackface going was- up against.
0: That was actually 31 years ago today.
1: Well, uh, there you go. And uh, that's really the one that's sticking out to a lot of people. But when you kind of go down the rabbit hole, we've talked about WWE having a controversial past, especially the Attitude Era. People love that. But especially the way they portrayed women and minorities in the mid-card. Not the best look at ECW. I mean, a lot of it's more graphic than like offensive, but... Once you see them do one thing, it's always kind of you wonder how much more they're going to take of this. Philip, you know, I have my own opinions. What are your opinions on the Peacock changing and editing a lot more things and, you know, removing content from the network that we already had?
0: I was looking around. ECW stuff is there. Uh, Vince McMahon and Shane versus Sean and God is still there. Which is interesting. Uh Vince McMahon
1: saying the N word—that's the other big one that got taken down. Yeah.
0: So look, the racial stuff, absolutely, get rid of it. You know, or we could have done a couple things. We could have done a couple things. We could have kept the network in the U.S. and uh, get like, like, kind of what ESPN Plus does. They have like a lot of their content on Hulu, but they still have their streaming service. We could have done that, or what Disney uh, Plus has done, because Disney, you know, they've been very controversial. and They've produced racist content back in the day. They have a disclaimer that pops up that says, "Hey, uh, this." this has so-and- so undertones or this uh was such and such a different time um pl- please you know beware before watching you know something like that we could have done that but honestly the racist stuff like the black face and vince saying the n-word which you know, i'm still you, you never never say that like what, what are you doing and uh like they they took out trip like the dX uh impersonated the nation with the with the, you know their black face so yeah like take that that stuff doesn't need to be there i'm I, I i'm fine with that now once we get to the attitude era and all the other stuff that happened there i mean it we we can't erase all the history i i think i think that's where a lot of people are uh, a lot of people are upset i mean like are you really gonna i mean like the, the a lot of the sable stuff that that's kind of a part of, a part of uh, the history? Of, of the woman's evolution or revolution or whatever. And that was just a, p- a part of that time. Are you going to get rid of all the fulfill your fantasy matches, all the pillow fights and all that other stuff that happened during the divas era in the early to mid two thousands of the swimsuit contest? Like, like how far are they really going to go? I, I think that's the, 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 real question.
1: So when you, I mean, let's just make it seem like NBC is like the landlord they're allowed to do whatever they want. Like the content technically is WWE's, but it's on their platform. And NBC has every right to, you know, take down and edit and do whatever they want with the content that's on their site. That being said, for me personally, you know, not saying I agree with everything, but I would have liked them to have, as you said, have the disclaimer, have a child like have like a parental setting to where you put that behind a 14, 16, 18 plus wall, and so, you know, the children aren't able to access that.
0: Yeah, that's but actually that's actually a good idea, man. You, you think they'll, they'll they'll do that?
1: I mean, I T- time will they tell. could, but it's like. There's so much stuff that we already kind of don't like about Peacock on, you know, the network on Peacock where we can't, can't go to the matches. We can't do all these other things. And now you're adding another thing for them to do. It's almost like, yeah, you know,
0: man, like I, w- I was messing around, so not to cut you off. I was messing around with it, just looking at some stuff and you can't automatically go to the matches. And it's just it, it's not. And then like the ads play. So if you want like no ads, you got to pay more money and, and whatnot. I mean, but they have a, I've, I've been playing around with it. They have a lot of stuff here. Like a lot of the uh the indie like the WX or WPW or whatever and the Evolve and a lot of that stuff's here. They got WCW Saturday Night and they have like the Boo Boo pay-per-views like New Blood Rising and, and Mayhem from WCW. So and they have like a whole Attitude Era section. So I mean they're 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 trying and then like the gimmick pay-per-views have their own section. So I mean it looks like they're trying, but.
1: The Peacock has sports already on their platform and I think ESPN has a thing where they have a cut to where you can skip to a run score to play that happened and NBC doesn't have that so looking at NBC Peacock compared to like other platforms that already have that implemented I think people hoping and wishing that they're gonna put in you know every single match laid out you can skip right to it I I don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon to be honest unless there is some sort of I'm not a technology guy unless there's some sort of like algorithm that WWE has that they can just put into Peacock, but I don't, I'm not expecting them to add that anytime soon.
0: They even have a tab for Brandon, Brandon's favorite match. What would that be? Triple threat matches, dude. Oh, they, oh, it's yeah, epic. It's I, epic. Triple threat matches. Which one's, I, I went which on one,
1: the Peacock and that kind of tilted me.
0: Which one should I, should I watch Cena versus Hunter versus HBK? From Survivor Series 09, should I? it's Mania. I should watch a Mania one, huh? You
1: should watch WrestleMania twenty with He Who Shall Not Be Named.
0: I'm you know what? I'll watch I'll watch thirty two with Sasha, Becky, and Charlotte. I'll do that. I'll do that. Uh speaking of Charlotte, her um boyfriend fiance Andrade gave a uh oh, let's turn that down. He gave an interview, his first interview since uh, leaving the WWE. He said a lot of things, you know, talked about uh talked about like a, f- a false pregnancy test for for Charlotte, you talked about being offered to go to uh to go to NXT and he didn't want to do that. You know, just, uh, he just he he said a lot of things. Have you read about this interview, Brandon?
1: I've read a little bit. I had the NXT thing I didn't hear, but I mean, Andrade leaving the company. No, you know, no non-compete. He has Charlotte and that's a hell of a person to have on your side when it comes to things, especially against WWE. But I mean, he really didn't hold anything back. Obviously, I think some things might have got lost in translation, but it is nice to see Andrade, you know, he's definitely out there on the internet and he's not hiding. He's not really playing into, you know, any rumors or speculation, but, you know, it's fun to see him out and, you know, looks like he's, he's, ha- he's free and he's going to enjoy whatever he does later on. And with the COVID test with Charlotte, I would say maybe hold off on exactly when he's going to return. I think he's probably maybe after WrestleMania is when we might see him pop up again.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. All right, let's get into the SmackDown recap. Daniel Bryan has officially been added into the Universal Championship match. It was supposed to be Roman versus uh, Edge. Now it's uh, Daniel's added to that. Uh, Daniel Bryan, that sneaky
1: little bastard. Hey, hey, don't talk about my boy like that.
0: You know, I'm, I'm kind of upset, you know? And, the, you know, honestly, this has happened way too many times. Like, if you think about triple, triple threats at Mania, like person being added, happened at 24 uh happened at 20 happened at 30 you, you know th- this th- this, hap- this happened at what 35 this happens quite a bit
1: almost yeah. like WWE can't tell a cohesive one on one wrestlemania well, story and
0: then somebody said well the person is guaranteed a main event match at wrestlemania it doesn't say how many other people have to be in it and i'm like i mean i if you want to stretch like that i guess we can do that but like look man I wanted to see Edge versus Roman. There was a simple story there. Daniel Bryan didn't need to be a part of this. You know, this is why Triple H called him a B plus player. This is exactly why. This is this is exactly why. For for reasons like this, Triple H screwed him over at SummerSlam 2013. Why to ensure the future of this business. The future of this business didn't need this this this, this hippie messing up messing up bona fide money main events. We didn't need this a little upset.
1: Going back a few weeks, we talked about Edge and Dana Bryan being a little chippy towards one another. It didn't really make any sense. And now it seems like it was the plan this whole time to have a triple threat match. I don't know why they would go down that route. I agree with you. I would much rather have Edge, the veteran, trying to come back and win a title after he retired with the title and blah, 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 blah. But is it a thing of they looked around, Edge wasn't clicking, maybe Edge... Personally, he didn't feel like he can have how they a WrestleMania he, caliber match.
0: How are they gonna know if he's clicking? There's nobody there. I mean, from what we see on the internet, no, no. Like, who really had a problem with Edge and Roman? Like, nobody.
1: I put more stock, not exactly in him well, we, not being we, over, but maybe we know, more. Into we know why him. Daniel
0: Daniel's there so that Roman can pin Daniel or Edge can pin Daniel. That way, not, not, none of the other guys get hurt by it.
1: I feel like maybe Daniel's there to take the loss edge, not being able to like compete like physically or he was like, I don't I don't know if I can have a epic 30 minute match with Roman or they looked around and was like, Daniel doesn't really have anything. What,
0: he just had the greatest wrestling match
1: ever. Yeah. And then what happened? He like tore his back or his shoulder.
0: OK, well, I mean, that that, that was the retake, you know, it, 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 the 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 first take he was perfectly fine, you know. I mean, this is gonna be one take, one take, no no stop, no stop, non stop.
1: Yeah, it don't ever stop.
0: It don't ever stop, and it keeps going, uh-uh, uh-uh. But, uh, uh, uh. But keep, 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 uh, keep going on about it as I try to fix my television.
1: Dang, look like Philip not having the best of luck with the peacock. You know, your boy.
0: Oh no, I'm on, I'm on the network.
1: <laughs> oh, you're right here on the network. I'm lucky you.
0: I know. Get a VPN, ladies and gentlemen.
1: I mean, I kind of wanted to, but then when you add it up to like buying a VPN, it's like whatever two hundred dollars for a few years, and then ten dollars for the network, and then it just adds up. And you can, I mean, and technically, I think even like the network edits are still on the offshore network feed. I don't exactly know, but Daniel Bryan, Roman Edge, main event night two of WrestleMania. The match should be really good. It will be interesting to see what the crowd is like. Edge, I think even going into the match, if it was just Edge versus Roman Reigns, I would think maybe or Roman would get a few cheers just because he is the cool badass heel. And yeah, I know, you know, wrestling fans are, are fickle like that. Well, they'll boo the hell out of Roman as soon as he goes heel and heels on people, then they start cheering him. But I... I I still don't know exactly what to make of this with the triple threat match and why they would go this direction. We all know I'm anti-triple threat matches. Maybe it was more the fact they didn't have anything for Dana Bryan's. So they just threw him in there. But I was really Brandon, what,
0: what's your favorite triple threat? I know you have one.
1: My favorite triple threat, I th- the only one that really comes to mind is that WrestleMania 20. one 20. Zero.
0: You know the the one from WrestleMania twenty. The
1: one from WrestleMania twenty. Yes, Triple
0: go. H versus Shawn Michaels versus Pegasus Kid. Exactly. Yes, 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 yes. Um, no, oh, that's inter- that's interesting. That's that's very interesting. I mean, well, time time will tell. We have uh what we have we have two more SmackDowns and and then we'll see we'll see. We'll see how we feel about it. Uh Moving on from that, Rollins versus Cesaro has been made official for WrestleMania. Cesaro swung. Rollins like hella times in the back. Now, now now the swing is just an embarrassment.
1: Yeah, we're seeing a lot of these kind of one-on-one matches being added to WrestleMania. We have this one, we have uh Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn with Logan Paul going to be somewhat involved which way I don't know, but I mean, you got you got the Bad Bunny and now you're getting the Paul. I guess good for them.
0: Sidebar: The Roy, uh, the uh, Ring of Honor influence is 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 massive on this card. I mean, Claudio Castagnoli, Tyler Black, El Generico, Kevin Steen, Damian Priest. He was in Ring of Honor; that's where he cut his teeth. He was a television champion there. I mean, it's insane. AJ I mean, Styles.
1: Honestly, you just look around the entire business in the past twenty years because ROH just had their rest, uh, their nineteenth anniversary show. I watched it. ROH like has their hand everywhere. Like it's really hard to find a promotion that doesn't have like a marquee talent that didn't at least have a pit stop in ring of honor.
0: Yes, yes, yes. But um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's interesting. And then you, we get Kevin Owens versus uh Sammy Zayn. That's been made official too. She's going through the rest of SmackDown really quickly. Bianca Belair defeats Natalia with the KOD. And then uh, what did the five fingers say to the face? Boom. Slap. She slaps uh, Sasha off of her feet. And I think it's been made official that they will main event night one, which, I mean that that <laughs> it, it, it it should have already been that way. There shouldn't have been a debate about it. And then lastly, Apollo and uh, the Gable Academy defeat Biggie and the True Prophets.
1: Good for them, Apollo Cruz holding oh. the spear and still having that terrible fake Nigerian accent. It's not fake. He's Nigerian. He is Nigerian. It's not fake. So I'm Portuguese. And if I start speaking Portuguese, you know, I'm just doing a put on. So, well, we, we don't know. Well, we don't know.
0: Maybe his parents speak uh, in Nigerian, but we, we don't know. We, 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 and then it's maybe sometimes he just speaks it at home with them and it just picks up.
1: He's not speaking Nigerian. He's speaking in a Nigerian oh, Well, he speak.
0: Um, that's what I'm saying. Like you, the accent could just pick up. It's like, let's say somebody moves out here. From New York. Right. And then they lose their accent and then they go back for like a week and they pick it right back up. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, you know, maybe he had a big uh, Zoom call with his family and he just came out. He just started speaking. You know, you know what I'm saying?
1: Don't try to defend this.
0: Do you you have a problem with with, with African accents? Is that what we're saying?
1: I have a problem with fake African accents. We don't know.
0: Did you watch UHA Nation? Did you watch him on the indies?
1: Did he speak in that African accent? A little bit, yeah. Okay, but it wasn't put on as as thick as it is here. And when when he's in WWE for however five years, and he doesn't speak like that, and then all of a sudden he puts on the Nigerian robe. You have
0: a problem with it? We had a big white guy pretending to be African. You have a problem with this?
1: I mean, that's also a little.
0: Peacock, get that one too. Like, like, you really have a problem with this? We watched a guy pretend to be a dead man for thirty years, and then turned into a biker in a little bit of it. You have a problem with an accent? Come on,
1: it takes me out of it.
0: Oh, okay. but but being controlled by an urn doesn't. I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Okay, okay. Uh, Beth Phoenix had an icons documentary air on the network in Peacock. How'd you feel about that?
1: beth phoenix i will be honest i did not know really anything about her story outside of you know some things she did in the ring and then obviously her marriage with edge and i thought it was interesting i thought it was you know fun to kind of look at her especially before she was in wwe and kind of everything i mean she's i know she carries herself fantastically i didn't realize like how you know, book smart she actually is she has her masters. She could have like landed a federal job in d c and you know, gone on and had a very cushy life. but she decided to go and pursue her love and dream of being a pro wrestler. And we we see this a lot with wWE and kind of that era of wrestlers, expect I mean Beth Phoenix, obviously she was not the prototypical diva, but we're seeing, especially now that we're getting, you know, a lot of those type of women being inducted into the Hall of Fame were kind of seeing some, some mishmash of history and be like, oh, you know, because when the revolution first started, it was like, oh, we're new, we're different. But then when they go back and go to the 2000s era of divas, they're like, oh, you know, they were trailblazer and they were the beginning of the revolution. Then when did the revolution actually start? Did um, it start in 20-whatever-16 or did it start?
0: Wendy Richter? I mean, real all of that had to pave the way for the for what the women started doing in like 2016 onward. You know what I'm saying? It's all a part of the revolution. Uh Beth Phoenix, man, I, I remember when she popped up and me, me and my homies, we were watching, we were like, like, who who is this? She she's our generation's China, bro. I mean I mean China was a bigger star, don't get me wrong, but I'm saying, like, you know, Beth, like, she she had a different look and she could she could actually wrestle. She was one of the very few that could actually wrestle. That's not a knock to the other women. But I mean, you know, if, if you love the business, you'll pick it up. You'll pick it up quick like that. I mean, some could be a walk on like an angle and pick it up. Or, yeah, Biggest
1: takeaway uh, from the entire documentary is for the first time ever. I heard Santino talk without his accent.
0: Oh, dude, when I met him, he didn't he didn't he didn't uh, you to do it. And it was weird. I was like, what the hell?
1: Like, I've even heard him, like, do interviews and stuff, and he's doing it full gimmick, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a put-on. I mean, he's Canadian. He's, like, speaking – he's doing the fake Italian accent. There you go. just takes I mean, me out he, of it. I he, mean, he,
0: he's, he, he's Canadian-Italian.
1: But at least when he gets brought in – Or Italian-Canadian. Like, at least or... when he was brought in, he spoke like that. It wasn't like he spoke like he did in this documentary, and then five years later, he starts doing the over-the-top Italian accent.
0: I mean, it – look, man ma- – they, they didn't. They they thought Apollo was gonna be something just the smiley, athletic black guy, which we, we can't all we can't always be. We need some depth. But anyway, I mean, I enjoyed the Beth documentary, seeing her um her journey. You know, ha- having uh Molly Holly pay for her tuition that was awesome. Uh, she was a standout amateur wrestler. I, I love seeing that. I connect with people um more on that level since I was an amateur wrestler, not a standout, but uh not, I was there. Yeah, man, I, I thought this was really well, really well done, and and she deserved to go. She deserved to go into the uh into the Hall of Fame. She uh she had a great career. She helped elevate the division, and uh, well done for Beth Phoenix. Speaking of the WWE Hall of Fame, the whole effing show, Mister Monday Night, Rob Van Dam. He's going into the class of 2021. Actually, the class of 2020. They filmed theirs a couple of days ago. And uh, I noticed Jushin Thunder Liger didn't go in with the 2020 class, probably because of travel restrictions due to, you know, he lives in Japan. But uh, yeah, man, what are your thoughts on the whole effing show going into the WWE Hall of Fame?
1: Much deserved. I love RVD. Back when I first started wrestling, and he was always, you know, one of my favorites. Him and Kane. I mean, when Kane unmasked and RVD just stare, stared at him, that's like one of my early yes, WrestleMania the, childhood memories.
0: And they're going in together. I mean, they're going in at the same, same time, same night. That's, that's beautiful. Right. It so, is that, so, beautiful. so that photo I posted, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love it.
1: brings a tear to my eye. So yeah. I w- I was looking on the Twitter machine and someone from Barstool Brandon, Brandon Walker was talking about RVD and I just needed to ask this question, Philip, what is your thoughts on RVD's selling of the frog splash after he does it? Cause I love it. I think it actually makes sense. It would hurt if you fell from that high and splash someone, Brendan Walker hates it. What do you what do you think about the frog splash selling?
0: I'm sorry. I'm watching Mania 14. Uh yeah, I love it, dude. Like it, it makes it cuz RVD like he's a he's a thick boy. Like he, if you've seen him live, like I got to meet him. Like he's a, he's a thick he's thick. a thick he's a thick boy. So yeah, like you coming down from that high that that velocity, that speed and you're crashing down on somebody, yeah, you would need to sell it for a little bit like, "Oh, ah, that hurt." I understand that. I love it. And the way he sold the RKO, like the headstand, I love that too. RVD, man.
1: he's still going kind of strong.
0: Kind of strong. I mean, he can still do it, though. Like, if you saw the the Impact stuff, even within the last year, he still does the rolling thunder and the kicks and the frog splash.
1: Other great RVD memory, back in the day when I actually would watch TNA Impact. I don't know if this was a shoot or if this was just kind of a plant that they did to pop some people but I forgot who just barged into RVD's trailer or locker room, and he was just out there making an apple bong. I don't know why he was doing that. If that was a, a shoot, or if that was just a gimmick, but I I love that. It, it, that it so probably funny.
0: it probably was a shoot, bro. <laughs> I love RVD, man. He's so cool, dude. I love the whole effing show. If if they can't if he came back and they put the title on him, would you be mad?
1: I mean. Maybe maybe an icy run. Give, give him an icy run. Give him a U.S. Who's him and Riddle? I mean him and Riddle. I mean that that sounds like a little bit of fun. I'm just saying.
0: So we're gonna talk about Matt Riddle. <laughs> uh ha! Also outside of the ring, um, prayers going up to Road Dog, Man, he uh suffered a heart attack. Had and apparently his kidneys were failing. Uh, but he he was hospitalized and then he he got to return home. His wife took to social media and said he's doing all right. Prayers up to the Hall of Famer, man.
1: Yeah, shout out Road Dog. He's out there. I think he works with NXT. He's a producer, I think, in in WWE just in general. But, uh, you know, prayers up, hopefully. Seems like he's on the uh, bounce back and hopefully everything is good for him.
0: Yeah, man, it it was actually kind of scary. I I was scared for him. How's How's your game looking? What game are you watching?
1: Well, your boy's actually watching two games right now. I got Atlanta and Philadelphia on the left. Got the Yankees-Toronto Blue Jays on the right. Right now, Blue Jays-Yankees tied 2-2 in the eighth. And we got Atlanta down 1-0 in top of the third. We got Acuna on second base. Love to see it. I I love to hear it.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's that's what Ronda Rousey was was uh, feeling like. So so th- this came out last week, and I thought this was a nice little tidbit. Uh, her great grandfather uh, was the first African American to practice medicine in the United States. So Ronda Rousey, you invited to the cookout, baby girl, you can come, Travis. You can bring Travis. You know what I'm saying? You know, we'll, we'll 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 throw one up. You know, you saw the uh the the photo I posted of her with the Nation.
1: Love to see it. Godfather, she's the, she's the new Owen Hart.
0: Godfather thought it was hilarious. He he put a laughing emoji. Dude, man, that 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 that, that, that was just interesting. I was like, ha, I, I didn't know. So congratulations to Rhonda. We uh we, we accept you fully, one hundred percent. We love to see it. Uh, I did another, take a
1: D. I took a DNA test in college, and I found out I'm like five percent African. Am I invited to the cookout?
0: Yeah, I mean you're 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 invited regardless. You need, okay, cool. join you're, sure. you're, you're you're one you're one you're one of the people I can I can bring. You know what I'm saying. Just okay. don't just don't say that word. Yes, sir. All right. What like?
1: Vince McMahon.
0: Whoa. Uh, Papa John? Hulk Hogan.
1: Oh.
0: What? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Really? Yeah. Him hosting with uh, Titus. I don't Like, I want to I want to find out like uh, Titus like off the record. I want to know how he feels about that.
1: I think I saw something on Twitter that he was liking some uh, some backhanded compliments towards uh, Hulk Hogan. But I think I mean he hasn't like ex- explicitly come out because obviously he's not going to do that. But I think Titus sees what they're doing. Help if you unmuted, uh, buddy.
0: I'm sorry, I pulled a U. you. He got he got the Warrior Award, man, for uh, you know his uh, his contributions in the community. He's more of an ambassador now. And yeah, man, I mean like remember when Hogan was apologizing? Big air quotes on that. Don't get caught. Don't 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 get caught saying saying stuff. You never know when you're recorded, brother. Like he and the New Day walked out of that uh, meeting with the locker
1: room. And I always say this, saying the N word, terrible. Shouldn't say it, especially as an old white guy. But that was not even the worst thing he even said. It was that his daughter can't date a black man unless he's like seven feet tall and plays in the NBA.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I forget the tidbits of the, uh, the audio because it was so long ago and I don't. I don't want to re-listen to it, but yeah, I'm just like, come on, man. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> there's a new IWGP uh, heavyweight championship. They debuted it at a road to uh road to what
1: is it? Sakura Genesis.
0: Yeah. Um. They retired the old design. They retired the Intercontinental title. Brandon, how do you feel about that?
1: Not the biggest fan of it. They, they said they're kind of incorporating all the different IWGP designs into one. It has a little smaller of a main plate, which is definitely far different than what we've seen from a lot of different belts in the past. And I think overall, I'm probably not a fan of it. I, I love the IWGP title. I thought it looked beautiful. I mean, it obviously had influence in other titles around, especially the AEW world title. I mean, it's almost like a, almost like a knockoff, to be honest. But no, absolutely not. Don't ever say that. I mean, it kind of looks similar. Let's be honest.
0: A.W. title looks way better now, though. I mean, am I right?
1: I'm, I got to agree with you.
0: I mean, the bullet and cast title looks better than all of them. Let's just start there. But
1: still haven't been able to get my hands on physically.
0: I but. get vaccinated and come see me, brother.
1: Got it. But the title itself, I mean, it'll probably grow on me but I, I do kind of appreciate kind of the throwback look of it of like the really small title belt of the main plate kind of back to what we saw like in the seventies and sixties. And before yeah,
0: then. yeah. I, I do admire like stuff like that, but people have been having a field day with it. It's the shape of Cody's neck tattoo. So they put the title on his neck and they put his tattoo on the title. People have just been having a field day with it.
1: That being said, Saturday, Sakura Genesis, Koto Kota Ibushi, Will Ospreay, the match is going to be straight fire, for the title, for the title. Oh. Now, Will Osprey hit B Priestley with an os cutter. Not the biggest fan of that. I know she's going off to future endeavors, but the match itself should be really good. Would not be shocked if it is better than any match on WrestleMania weekend. Os cutter. Well,
0: I mean, what I, does he do? Something special, or is it just an RKO? It's a cutter what 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 is a diamond do? cutter what so what what does he do does he like springboard or what
1: he didn't he didn't springboard on this one he just you know oh, like so, back oh, oh so
0: backstepping oh oh so he's just he's just doing diamond cutters
1: i think it may be more like an RKO because the oh, more the,
0: yeah. Ar- the
1: RKO is more athletic than diamond cutter because the diamond cutter he just holds him and then falls down at least Orton kind of jumps
0: yeah 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 that's what i thought yeah Um, James Storm's 1,000th match happened in Impact. That's a long time, man. That's, that's a, and then just think about the other matches he's had elsewhere. That's, that's a lot. That is a lot, man. I I saw, I saw, I saw it. Congratulations, James Storm. They got Chris Harris back for a little bit. Hey, if America's most wanted reunited real quick, I wouldn't be mad at it. I mean, me, I'm a beer money guy. I love beer money, beer money. Love it. But America's most wanted, they were, they were what's up.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised they, I mean, James Storm had a cup of coffee in NXT and I always kind of wanted to see them interact in uh, NXT or even WWE, but it just never happened.
0: I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll we'll, we'll see. Maybe they can get him. Maybe they can get him. All right. Uh, this day in wrestling, a lot of WrestleMania is to talk about. WrestleMania 6, 1990, the whole um, Roddy Piper blackface thing. Also, it was half boy, a blackface. Ha- half a blackface. <laughs> um,
1: That's just my black body. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 it is half black body. Uh, Also, we have Hogan versus Warrior, uh, WWF champion versus Intercontinental champion for title unification. Uh, Yeah, so that happened. Or not unification, but, you know, both titles are on the line. We have Raw on this day in 1996. Mankind made his debut. Yeah, 25 years ago. Mankind, yeah? No? Love to see it. I love to see it and love to see it. Uh, WrestleMania 17, 20 years ago today, Stone Cold Turns Heel.
1: A lot yeah. of people say the greatest WrestleMania of all time.
0: I'll, I'll go 19. I'll go 19. That's my favorite one.
1: I believe 19 didn't it win our uh, March Madness for uh, Best WrestleMania. I believe it did.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Or WrestleMania X7, as people like to call it. Uh on this day in 2000, the undisputed title made its debut. When Triple H was the champion, so that was cool. The WWE Hall of Fame 2006, you have uh, Bret Hart going in. I think Bob Orton goes in and also Eddie Guerrero and some others. Uh WrestleMania twenty three. You you have Batista versus Undertaker for the world title. Sean versus uh Cena for the WWE title, Money in the Bank, MVP versus He Who Should Not Be Named for the United States title. SmackDown on this day in two thousand eight. Vladimir Kozlov and A and Natalia made their WWE debuts. Nice. I thought yeah. you were gonna
1: say Vladimir Guerrero as a See Thiccums on my television oh, screen right
0: well, now. There, there you go. There you go. Uh, WrestleMania 28 on this day. You have uh, the once-in-a-lifetime match with Rock from John Cena. You have Kane versus Randy Orton. You have uh, Daniel Bryan losing to Sheamus in 18 seconds. Yeah.
1: I will say I was able to get the Peacock on my Amazon Fire Stick at WrestleMania 28. The main event, John Cena and The Rock was the uh, the first thing I watched on Peacock. Outside of the Beth, icons think.
0: There you go. And happy birthday to the to to the Viper, to the Legend Killer. If you were gonna build a sports entertainer from the ground up, he would look just like Randy Orton. Forty-one years old. He said he wants to keep going till he's fifty. Damn it, I'll allow it. Congratulations, Randy Orton. Another year around the sun. Another another spin around the sun. Big birthday shout out to Randy Orton. Brandon, give it to him.
1: Happy birthday, Randy. Forty-one. You look great.
0: He, he does, doesn't he? He looks so good. All right, let's get to the fan mail. Who do you, 420? Who do you, mate's business is no longer booming, and I'm sad. Oh, oh, believe me, believe me. We're gonna talk about that. Nigerian Prince, uh, there better be a good, uh, long term reason and build for why the uh, best thing in WWE besides Roman broke up on Monday. We're gonna talk about that. A jack of all trades. Christian went out there and worked uh hard last night. It was a little slow, but hey, it's been a while. Uh let's see w- in, where he is in a couple of months. Really enjoyed the match. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to uh, we're going to talk about all that. Let's go over to the Instagram and you already know. You are, you already know who's uh who's uh who who, who wait, wait, wait. Is this really happened? Wait, 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 hold on. Oh, wow. I I got I got I got I got played for a second. I'm sorry. Uh, Mr. X and Bratis Day X. Here we go. Why Mr. Was, X. <laughs> yes. Why was the Hurt business gone? Gone out of business. Sad to see it is.
1: Happy birthday, Mr. X.
0: Is today's birthday?
1: I believe so. He tweeted on it.
0: Oh really? Either. Yes, uh, or was that an April Fool's tweet?
1: I don't know. I was going to have go happy birthday, anyways. Oh, there we go.
0: All right. Uh, I don't know what we're gonna do with the new IWGP World Heavyweight Title. The previous version was a masterpiece. Some people like it, but it seems like the majority don't. An argument could possibly be made. It kind of looks like the second iteration of the championship. Uh, For me, though, it looks much like a toy. A championship should never look like a toy.
1: I like the WWE.
0: What? Excuse me.
1: They got the red title. They got the blue title. They got the purple title. The universal
0: title doesn't even matter. The cruiserweight title's black now. Okay.
1: I mean, but that first cruiseweight title, I mean, you got to admit, that thing looked straight to the shelves of Toys R Us.
0: WCW? WCW cruiseweight title? You know what I mean. Yeah. Toys R Us is coming back under new management. You didn't hear that? Nice. Uh, Is it weird that Matt Riddle forgetting his lines live on Monday, uh, live on Raw this past Monday, actually fits his Stoner Bro character? Uh, that look on Oscar's face after it happened though was priceless. Honestly, Vince, just get rid of him.
1: Best thing on Raw that happened.
0: I don't need to look at him. I don't I'm tired of looking at him. Just just get rid of him. That I'm being honest. Don't need to see him. You know. Too, maybe, maybe he just had too much of it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe he, he, he he just doesn't care. He thought His,
1: the package said ten, but it was actually a hundred.
0: No, he, 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 he 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 just doesn't care he, he doesn't care enough to remember
1: well that's what happens when you just overscript everything
0: no, what well, well, what are we supposed to do give everybody a whole bunch of creative freedom you see what happens in aew when you get that kind of st- you get like video game matches and stupid crap like that just put in the work to remember it's not hard I could do it. Let's to be a child actor. I had to memorize lines. It's not hard. Some little four-year-old on a on a Skittles commercial can do it. You can do it. Come on, bro.
1: Too many concussions. And he's uh, probably baked out oh, of his mind. Oh, oh,
0: oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the Hurt Business is no more, ladies and gentlemen. Bobby, L- Bobby Lashley said he didn't need them. He attacked Cedric, attacked Shelton. I think he beat Shelton. Um, Look, man. We didn't, they didn't even get a chance to be in front of a crowd. They didn't get that opportunity. I'm hurt. Like we, like not even just wrestling fans. We in the, we in the community, we are hurt. We are hurt by this. This is the really hurt business. Why would you do this? Why would you do this? Do you know why Bobby was so mage? Because of the hurt business. Because of the Hurt Business, a couple years ago, Bobby got a little bit maged with the IC title run. He was with Leo. They 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 stopped that, and he just kind of floundered. Started messing around with Lana. Got rid of that. Started messing with uh with uh with MVP in the Hurt Business forms And yeah, it's great. What are we doing? What are we doing?
1: I mean, going back to that like quote unquote handicap match that the Hurt Business had with Braun, and Braun pretty much just destroyed them. I was wondering what they're what they're doing with uh, Shelton and Cedric. They had the story of Cedric maybe breaking off or you know being the heel in this group, and that just didn't really come to fruition at all. And then yeah, just Bobby Lashley discards them. I thought maybe this was his way of turning babyface, of saying he doesn't need the help, he can do it on his own. But he definitely was leaning more in a heelish manner when he you know cut them off, and now he has another guy behind him in Baron Corbin, which. Now I have a SmackDown person on Raw and SmackDown. I thought Survivor Series was the one time that superstars from – oh, God, I said the S word.
0: Where are you going? Oh, my God, ladies and gentlemen, he's gone. Oh, my God, you were supposed to keep talking as I finish my um, my little treat. Oh, God. Um, I, 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 Look, man, I'm not happy with it. I'm not happy that the Hurt Business is gone. I love Baron Corbin. You know, BC from the King of the BC to the to the OG BC, I, I love him to death. I love Corbin, um, but you know, like let me. Ah, it's just it it I'm just hurt. I really am. Like that's all I can say. Why would you do this? This didn't need to happen. That we could have got another year out of the Hurt Business. Oh, like real talk. We could have got another year out of the Hurt Business. We could have did a triple threat tag match at Mania. You know, almost an AJ versus New Day versus the Hurt Business. That way you kind of hide almost his flaws or whatever he will have. And, you know, Cedric and uh, everybody else could have bumped around for the guy. I don't know why we did that. And you hate the You hate the S word, Brandon.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I had to take a time out real quick. Why do you hate just... the S word? Because I shouldn't speak in cult language.
0: Why Why do you hate? Why do you hate that, though?
1: Because it's stupid cult speak. How the wrestlers.
0: Oh, OK, but does Bobby Lashley look like a superstar? You see a dude that big walking around in a suit and like, "Oh, he 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 does something. What do you do? I'm a WWE superstar." Oh, Roman Reigns. Yeah, you're a WWE superstar, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, you know.
1: I mean, coming to mind, the only lower S superstars WWE has is Roman, probably Randy Orton cuz he has mainstream appeal. Becky maybe Sasha and that's pretty much it. And Charlotte, I guess. Guess. And Charlotte. I'll give it to Charlotte.
0: Char- Charlotte's great. She is a superstar. I mean, look at her. She's supposed to be walking tall. on superstar status, baby. Yes, sir. I I don't have anything else to say about the herd business overall. I'm just I let's just go to AW. Brandon, t- take over the AW top.
1: Oh, I get to take over the AEW talk. Well, we started off with Christian Cage taking on Frankie Kazarian. We got the two old men going at it. Christian Cage gets the win, almost going the full 20-minute time limit, but they get the win. I got to agree with the email. The match itself was was all right. It was good. But I do feel as though with Kazarian being a mid-card tag team guy, not really being anything singles-wise, why is Christian taking this long to get one over on Kazarian? I, I think you know maybe just bring in a nobody, have Christian squash him, and you know we can build on that from there. I, I don't think it was a terrible start for Christian. I thought it was out of ten, maybe like a six. It was fine.
0: A couple of things. Well, uh, it's been seven years, and so you know, it takes a little it takes a little while. Um. He, he and Kazarian, they have history it, he's a safer guy to work than some random christians never met before so you know franky will take care of him it was slow yeah but you know hey, let's let's see where christian is by like all out or something like that you know what I mean well let's let, 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 let's see how the end ring work changes it did start to pick up a little bit it did and he um he got the kill switch uh Kazarian sold the hell out of the kill switch by the way love to see that christian rocking the new tights. I dug that. So, yeah, I mean, it was cool. It was a nice little opener.
1: So they haven't exactly gone to Christian and Kenny yet. They have until May. If they are going to go to that to Dublin, I think, do you think that is the direction they're going to go? Or do you think they should possibly say Christian is going after the world title, but then he gets sidetracked with someone else?
0: I'd say go, get sidetracked. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd say he could like for, for like fighter fest or fight for the fallen. That's, Maybe where you could start to um put Christian in in that uh in that elk, but he you know he needs to build up some wins. And what happened to this win win loss record stuff? What happened to that? Because they said Kazarian has a pretty nice win loss record, or win, like a winning percentage. Like he has like some of the most wins in AEW. Why doesn't he have an opportunity at the title yet?
1: I don't know. Well, apparently, just anybody can get a shot at the TNT title because whoever that dude is. Oh, J- Allen,
0: oh I, I like J.D. Drake. You know, he was on when, uh, when, when, uh, WWE did that live Evolve show on the network, he wrestled Austin Theory. I think he was like the WXW champion or something or WWN champion. Yeah, it was like a title for title. I, I like J.D. Drake. I mess with him. Kind of reminds me of like a Stan Hansen or something like that. Uh, well, it's, it, it's an open, they're doing that open challenge stuff. So, you know, who, whoever answers the call.
1: Speaking of Darby Allen, they did have another one of those Darby Allen uh, punk video vignettes. They had him and Sting. They were talking about Matt Hardy. Someone was had Matt Hardy's face stapled to their head, blah, 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 blah. They threw money, and the money is falling down from the sky. And I did find it kind of funny that you could clearly tell that, that wasn't actual money. It was the Young Bucks paper money, which don't know if they were supposed to, you're supposed to catch that or not, but I thought that was kind of funny maybe for the wrong reasons, but
0: Uh, it's just them trying to be too cute. That's all it was.
1: Yeah. I mean, a good video package, a little vignette We haven't seen one of those in a while. And I think, uh, I don't know who's behind this if it's mostly Darby, but I love these things.
0: Do you really, are you really a fan of
1: these? I think they're, it's different. I know it might not be for everyone. This one did drag. It was a little longer than some of the other ones, but I, since it's like kind of the first step in the story, I I got a kick out of it.
0: All right. Jade Cargill, she is that big nice little nice little promo, short, sweet, short, sweet, and simple to the point.
1: I found Raw spaghetti noodles in my jacket.
0: Uh knees weak, arms are heavy. Is vomit on a sweater already? Mom spaghetti.
1: I don't know how they got there. Anyways, Jade Cargill, yes, yeah, she was on the show, did the promo maybe leaned a little too heavy into like the angry, you know, cussing for heat, but she carries herself as a star. She looks like a million bucks. I mean, Jade, especially because she's so much bigger than a lot of the women, maybe outside of Nyla Rose. And I mean, Chris Allen is kind of taller, but I think she's going to she, be, she as came long back, as she, right? She, she did come back at the end of the show. I didn't watch it. Wow. What is this? Curveballs and chair shots?
0: I don't, I don't like arcade, ar- arcade anarchy, whatever the hell it is. i once we get to that, tell me how good it was.
1: Well, your thoughts on on Jade?
0: I like her. She looks like a million bucks, like you said. She looks like a star. Cures herself like a star. I'm a, I'm a fan. Let's see where she, let's see where she is by uh, like fighter fest or June, July, something like that.
1: We get QT a uh, Marshall taking on Cody. Uh, the match goes through a commercial break. Cody seemingly gets the win, but he didn't want to put the figure forward. and, you know, put the finishing touches on the match. QT gets a little frustrated. We had the entire Nightmares family, collective, whatever they call themselves around at ringside. And then QT decks Arn, walks hey, away. That was, a,
0: that was a nice bump.
1: Arn still got it. He walks away looking all, you know, confused and kind of angry at himself but then no we get the rest of the nightmare collective and then you know half of them attack everyone else we get a beat down angle they almost try to decapitate Cody Red Velvet comes out to make the save and then Jade Cargill attacks Red Velvet so they're continuing on that feud Philip, why the hell should I care about QT Marshall's faction
0: because it's a whole bunch of disgruntled guys who feel like they should be treated better and deserved better Right. Could we could we say job squad 2021? Is that possible? Could we say that?
1: I don't think they're going to be the job squad. I, I mean, they're right not going to censor. The they're not going to be tip top. But you put this amount of time into it, they're going to get some TV time on on Dynamite. Like if this was just like a dark thing and they just had this like little storyline running through dark and they kind of run rampant and blah, 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 blah. That's fine. But like when you come to Dynamite and you have you post the photo, how many factions there are. And then QT, who I talked about last week, why do I care about him? He's not he hasn't been on the TV on the show forever.
0: Baby Huey said the Baby Huey said the same thing. And I posted on the I don't know if you caught this, what they were trying to do is kinda of like the San Martino Larry Sabisco angle. Where you know like the um Well what Sabisco and uh, Bruno, it was the old the younger guy trying to get rid of the older guy, where QT's clearly older than Cody, so It's kind of the same thing, even, but they're going with the more the more uh, the less famous friend is disgruntled. That is, a more famous friend has a has a prime spotlight or whatever. I I guess that's where they're going with that, but uh, like I don't know. You
1: said it. The problem with QT is he's not a young, up and coming guy. He's in his 30s. He's you know, writing's kind of on the wall. We he's not going to get anything past the mid card
0: probably getting tnt title run
1: yeah and that's like the highest i can see him at but then for him to get to that high level i think he needs to beat some people maybe even including cody and i just don't think it's worth the tv time and the effort to build him up that much when there's so much other talent on AEW's roster that you can use
0: i mean they busted open dustin they were about to smash cody's brains in red velvet came for the rescue
1: yeah why
0: should I care? Because QT, Q- Well, he the 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 bunny manipulated him and whatnot, and he found love with his with his new wife. So we we should care.
1: Yeah, we he should... was flirting with the bunny that whole time, but yet he was bragging last week about his hot wife. So is he cheating on her that whole time?
0: No, no, no. They ju- they just got married. Oh, okay. okay. That, that yeah, that happened like. Like like after the bunny like used him, he he started uh, getting close to his childhood friend, and then they uh, they got married a little while after that.
1: So he did, so he falls in love quite quickly.
0: Yeah, I mean, but he's known her since since uh, he was eight years old. He said. Okay. Okay. So so you know that's that's childhood love. It's kind of like you know like if you have like a really good female friend, and then you know you you guys are kind of like why haven't we done this before? Let's let, let's let's do this thing. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Exactly, exactly. Um, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky cut a promo together. I guess they're going to be a new tag team, which I'd prefer both of these men to be single stars.
1: Yeah, the whole point of Scorpio Sky, I thought turning heel was so he can be a heel singles guy, and now you're going to put him and Page together. I mean, you put them together, they can have some some decent matches if with the young bucks, if that's kind of the way you want to go. But I agree, I think maybe have both these guys as a singles guy as a singles.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Jade Cargill attacks Red Velvet.
1: I mean, very similar to what we saw.
0: Yeah, I said you could take Kiki's this name. over. I'm just you, you finish it up. I'm sorry. Okay,
1: okay. Uh, then we get John Moxley defeating Cesar Bononi. Moxley cuts a promo beforehand, kind of talking more about Eddie Kingston and his ankle. puts over Bononi, saying that you know he's six six, two hundred and fifty, looks like a million bucks, but he's not going to be worth anything after he's finished with him. Chokes him out. Bada boom.
0: A couple things. When did J.D. Drake get with Benoni, uh, uh, Nemeth? When, when did that happen? On Dark Elevation? They need to mention that kind of stuff?
1: They did talk about that, I think, a little bit. Because oh. I think JR asked the question, and uh, Excalibur explained it a tad bit.
0: It popped up on my uh, – Elevation popped up, and I watched it a little bit. I'm like, when the hell did J.D. Drake get here? Yeah, yeah. Anyway.
1: Uh, i'm trying to I'm trying to think of what team team test oh, yeah but your thoughts on moxley anything it, it, was,
0: it was it, it's mox it's fine he chokes homie out gives a other dude a paradigm shift it's whatever
1: then we get the team taz promo you know similar to what we saw last week maybe cage not exactly on the same page as everybody but uh ricky starks takes over cuts a promo you know more the same
0: yeah, yeah, more of the same. You know, Cage is frustrated and all that other stuff.
1: We get a. They teased that MJF was going to give the pinnacle the little a gift, and he brings out a tailor, and they were going to blah, 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 go to the bathroom. And look who just happens to be in the bathroom. The entire inner circle. We get a big old feud, a big old fight that
0: just. What? Well, no. No. It was Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz, and I think Guevara. And then Hager was outside.
1: Sorry, and Hager was outside. So, you know, Hager and uh, Wardlow, the big hosses, go at it. Uh, I think Santana bloodies Dax in the head with something. We didn't exactly see what happened, but just all of a sudden, Santana has uh, blood just all over his his wife beater. And MJF gets a swirly from Jericho, and MJF gets thrown through the Pepsi canister, and they they get drug off.
0: How badass did the inner circle look?
1: I think they looked, I mean, the brawl itself, I I really enjoyed. I don't know if they were trying to play the bathroom scene kind of like for comedy per se. As we talked about, I kind of was hoping that they would do kind of maybe not drag it out, but maybe make it a bigger deal when they came back. They just kind of came in and over, which I mean, technically that would make sense you as soon as you're able to come back you would just come back you don't want to drag like, it out to make like, it a big old spectacle yeah
0: i kind of liked it like you never see it coming because i mean the, like if they were all out in the ring together it'd be like oh when's the music going to hit when are they going to show up you know i like how they came out of nowhere but uh next week we will hear from the inner circle which you know mom I'm, I'm, I'm really happy for that and shout out to jericho he uh donated money to uh this uber each driver he was Killed in a uh, in in a robbery. Jericho uh, helped pay for his funeral expenses.
1: Good for Jericho. The other th- the one kind of quibble I will have is it's something that we will see in WWE, and I probably rip it to shreds as well. Why was the inner circle just in the bath? It's very convenient that the camera was on MJF during the segment when he opened the door for the inner circle to come out and beat him up. And you're telling me throughout the entire show, throughout the entire day. Like, how did the inner circle get into the bathroom without the pinnacle knowing? Well, the
0: pinnacle had just gotten there. They they they, they had left for a while and then they went back to the uh, to to the room to chill and the inner circle had enough time to uh, pop in there. But
1: when we saw the camera, they were already in there. It wasn't like they were going into the locker room. They were already there.
0: Yeah, we didn't see them go go in. But but, you know, they they left and then came back. I have sources.
1: Okay, maybe since it's the inner circle's locker room, they know like a secret back door. Entrance. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I do, I, I do agree. Like, it may, maybe if they had shown them going into the thing, that would have been a little better, honestly.
1: Maybe they. I just imagine the inner circle just when one of them went in to the bathroom, they were all just like stacked together in a stall, just waiting for the perfect moment. <laughs>
0: that would have been interesting.
1: Then after that, we get uh, a little. Promo with the young bucks. They didn't exactly say too much because they get cut off by Don Callis. Don Callis kind of calls out Nick and then Nick just walks away, which kind of played into exactly what Callis said. Matt and Callis, I mean, they didn't go back and forth really. Callis talked about Matt and just kind of called him out and called him a little punk. And then Matt just kind of took it. And that was it. Kind of, I mean, the young bucks looked like chumps in this segment, to be honest. I mean, Callis, Callis slapped him. Yeah. Cal- Callis calls him out, you know, degrades them. They didn't say anything back, slaps Matt. Matt gets in his face a little bit, you know, ruffles him up, but he doesn't, like, do anything drastic. So, I mean, the Young Bucks, throughout this entire, you know, six-month, eight-month run, it has been a little choppy. I think this was another kind of negative in, in the portrayal. Absolutely. Then this leads into a trios match. Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers take on uh, Triangula de la Muerte. With Laredo Kid, uh, Lucha Brothers, and Laredo Kid. No, this Kid. was the
0: OG Death Triangle.
1: Well, there you go, OG Triangle de la Muerte, and the Omega Club get the win. We get Kenny Omega hitting a One Wing Angel on Laredo Kid. Makes sense. Odd Man Out gets gets the uh, the loss from the champion. Uh, this was kind
0: of slow, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean. The Good Brothers, they're not going to be the same athletically compared to the Young Bucks. So I I kind of expected that. But, yeah, I think overall this match was a little bit of a disappointment. Moxley comes out, a little bit of a stare down. The Young Bucks side him, and we get the six-man match we were waiting for. It will be next week going head-to-head with takeover night one.
0: I thought the Bucks were going to super kick him.
1: That always crosses my mind because it's going to be a swerve, bro. No one's going to expect it, bro. But bro, it was speaking
0: fantastic. Of, speaking of bro, my homie Chris Van Vliet interviews uh, Vince Russo. Check that out.
1: I mean, do I have to?
0: I I haven't, <laughs> but I'm saying you, you that it, that just popped into my mind. Uh, yo, takeover. Oh my god, they they have my eyes next week. They they have me. We'll see.
1: Then in the semi main event, the penultimate match, your typical one women's match per dynamite, the bunny and Nyla Rose take on Tai Conti in not Hillary Sheeta, Hikaru Sheeta, Philip. And uh, the bunny and Nyla get the win. Tai Conti was kind of, uh, she was almost going to get the win, but a distraction. What the
0: hell are you calling out my typos for?
1: I mean, I don't know who Hillary Sheeta is.
0: Why would well, you? That, that didn't need to make air. Why would you do that? I'm- <sighs> I'm a little upset.
1: Good. It's all good. Fun. The bunny uh wax taikanti with the kendo stick and she pins her. Maybe setting up a triple threat or whatever match between Buddy and Ty Conti for the winner to face Sheeta. Who knows? But Conti and Sheeta being a tag team, even though Conti isn't a one contender, no sense of dissension or anything, just you know, just two wrestlers teaming up and competing.
0: It was fine. I uh, Ty Conti. I, don't know what I mean, wow, I don't know. you know, uh, I, it, it was fine. Like I said, it was fine. She has been champion for quite some time. It's time for her to lose that title.
1: Over no Britt Baker. Three hundred days.
0: No Britt Baker. I was a little sad.
1: No, we did get Britt Baker. She had a quick little promo backstage with. Oh okay. okay. I didn't see that. It's kind of blink if you miss it. But in the main event, we had Arcade Anarchy. We had Orange Cassidy, and Chucky e. T with. Thoughts on Orange Cassidy? Is this the best friends theme song? It's just Orange Cassidy's theme song.
0: Like I said, I didn't see this.
1: I think it's just Orange Cassidy's theme song. And oh, the no one.
0: S- yeah, it's just is.
1: Okay, good. Because I got to say the best friends theme song is by far the best theme song. AEW has. It's a straight banger. It,
0: it is like, it was like one, like one, two, three best friends. And I, I I do like it.
1: But anyways, orange and Chucky T go up against uh, Kip Sabian and, I for I was almost gonna say Mauro Ranallo, Miro, and it was a it's a hardcore match. They had some arcades lined up on the outside. We had a prize table full of game or full of prizes. I mean, they go back and forth. We get uh, what's his name, Trent makes his return. Sue brings out the white minivan, drops his kid off at the fight. and Love to see it. We get Chris Statlander emerging from the uh, the claw shout out Toy Story, and she attacks uh, Penelope Ford, kind of going off on that, because I guess I just forgot that that was kind of the thing that they were doing before Chris injured her knee, and in the end Chucky T throws Kip Sabian through the stage table area and gets the pin. Miro also goes through a table, so the babyfaces get the win. They, a little bit of a handicap, because Trent came out to attack Miro two-on-one, but they get the win. Who knows what this means for Miro? They didn't exactly play into the dissension that we saw earlier in, you know, last week between Kip and Miro. Maybe that is more of a blow off next week, but match itself was good. I think with the did anybody,
0: match, did anybody go through a, a, a game system?
1: We did not get any, we, Miro did throw a so fake looking hollowed out game system at Trent. That's really the only thing we had.
0: Well, you know what I heard? Miro, he said he was unhappy with this current storyline. And I'm like, he he said he was wasting his time. I'm like, oh, you don't say. Really? Really?
1: Can we just have Miro destroy Darby Allin? He was better
0: better off watching his wife with Bobby Lashley. Let's be real.
1: Yeah, overall the match itself was was good, but I think AEW needs to. They've had so many hardcore matches. They had the women's match a few weeks ago. They had the death match at Revolution. Just yeah, they need to take calm a down. Br- ta- yeah take a break with the hardcore gimmick matches. Luckily, there was no blood in this one, so they didn't go too over the top with it. But you know, let, let especially with what I think is coming up with Pinnacle and Inner Circle, let's just have a memoriam on you know, hardcore matches until double or nothing.
0: Absolutely. Superstar Spotlight, who do we got? Who do we got? Uh I'll give it to Christian Cage. Nice little uh, nice little opener to, to get to get his feet uh wet back in the back in the game. He hasn't done anything since the rumble, so this was uh th- this was alright. Let's see where he is by like June or July.
1: I'll give it to Chris Statlander. I thought it was a fun surprise for her to come back. Nice to see her knee. Much what, better. And what I thought did she you do? Wh- what did she do? She I told you she emerged from the claw. Oh, wow. That's- and she attacked Penelope before. I thought she looked, you know, she looked good. They maybe setting up all four of them with the best friends in Orange, kind of being a, a new little faction with them. And uh, too many factions.
0: She... There's like twelve. There's, there's, well, there's... she's just
1: an addition to an already existing faction.
0: Uh, too many. Okay, but still, too many like factions or groups. Like they're, 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 that's way too many.
1: But she, I think she was. I don't know if to say catching fire, but I think she was picking up steam. While she before she got injured. And
0: I I forgot she existed.
1: Well, she's been on being the elite to the cute little, they did have a cute little love story with uh, her and Orange. I haven't seen the last two episodes of BT. I'm, I'm slipping.
0: Yeah, BT is not what it once was, man. Like 2018, 2017, but that was some good BT. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Brandon, what's our promo pick of the week?
1: Well, our promo pick of the week, we're going to go back 10 years, WrestleMania 27, and it is the hype video for The Miz. We got The Miz standing in front of a control center, all of his highlights from his career. We got You Can Hate Me Now, absolute banger. By
0: Nas, yeah, Nas and Puffy.
1: Absolute banger of a song, and they just kind of go through his time with the real world and blah, 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 and now what he is today, or at least what he was 10 years ago. And the match between him and Cena got awful, but damn, this promo package was really good.
0: Yeah, uh, I I really enjoyed it. I love the hate me now thing. You know, uh, my senior year for uh, our home wrestling duel, I used that as my walkout music. It was great. You know who else used that as their walkout music? Somebody you've interviewed. Wrestling personified, Rick Luxury.
1: Love to see it. Great, great uh, choice. Great, so, also great. I I interviewed someone we both interviews, Charlie, he's going to be I believe in Tampa wrestling for some GCW stuff.
0: There we go. I, I love Charlie. You know, I I was his first interview. You were, I think you were his second. <laughs> so you know, like once the kid makes it, we'll uh we'll we'll tip our hat as we we've done it again.
1: Yeah, I mean he's a TikTok star. So
0: I, we we did it. We we or right, no? You're you're with the TikTok. I'll let you take credit for that one. E. When he wins, a, when he wins like a, a a major championship, I'll I'll take that credit. All right, our closing match pick of the week is something I'm actually watching right now. It's uh, Stone Cold versus The Rock, WrestleMania nineteen, March thirtieth, two thousand three. It is Austin's last match. We didn't know that at the time. It is the it is the the, the closing act to an awesome uh, trilogy of matches and just an awesome story. Might be the greatest rivalry in, in, in the history of not just WrestleMania, but maybe in the history of uh world wrestling entertainment.
1: Absolutely love this match. I think I'd put this second out of their three. I think it's better than their 15, not as good as the 17 match, but great story. I mean, the iconic shot of Stone Cold walking down the ramp at WrestleMania 19, you know, he has the one last or one more ride uh, inscriptured on his leather vest and, you know, they, they kind of just go balls to the wall. They kind of spam finishers, trade finishers back and forth, and heel rock. Got to love it.
0: Yeah, listen, Austin was on Sam Roberts' podcast this week. It was a short one. He was promoting his new Tide commercial, which popped up on Dynamite. But he was talking about, like, all the vests and whatnot. Like, he doesn't have the one from 19, and he doesn't have uh, one of the other ones. I can't remember it might uh, which one it was, but, like, he has the majority of them. And, like, he has, like, this pair of rustling boots still. So it was just, like, nice to hear, like, what's going on with the gear and, like, oh, and like the me- secret messages behind that, that were on his vest and whatnot. So that was really cool to listen to. Austin, I mean, <laughs> the biggest star in the history of the business, the, the biggest draw. You, you, you love to see it. You, you love to see it. Man, uh, it, it, it really just, you, you look back at, like, this time and how special both of these guys were.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we all know my love for Stone Cold. I think the best three letters BMF. That I mean, that's it's got to be the one right there.
0: DTA. I use that in my everyday life. I had, yeah, I actually, I think I told my cousin that last night. I was like, "DTA, brother, don't trust anybody." Learned that from Steve Austin himself. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Steve Austin for
1: the BMF title. I mean, he is the <laughs> BMF champion.
0: Yeah, I I don't know why Rock introduced the title I, I think stone cold would have been a better fit i mean rock's a he's a he's a bad dude don't get me wrong you know rocket rock is bad he michael jackson bad but i mean austin he 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 bad bad you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. all right uh follow us on twitter at Bulletcast, instagram double youtube channel double cast emails bullet cast the number two suite wet at gmail.com uh 107 point oh 104.7 fmkapu in watsonville every friday night from 11 to uh 12 p.m. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Spotify, Patreon—we're all over the damn place. Um, we're probably going to do an Instagram live for our NXT Takeover uh, predictions, try to do something different. We're going to come at you with only WrestleMania and AEW talk next week because we have a lot to cover. Uh, and we're gonna—we might do two separate recordings for night one and two of Takeover Stand and Deliver, and of course, we'll do uh, night one and two of WrestleMania. I'll probably do a Hall of Fame. A recap. We're getting into the trenches. This is my favorite time of the year. Stay clean, stay strong, stay safe, stay quarantined. Diamonds are forever. So is the microphone aside.
1: This has been the cast Thank you for listening.